Welcome to the Living a Nordic Life podcast, where we explore a simpler, cozier and more intentional life the Nordic way. I'm Fiona McKinna, your Nordic Living Guide and founder of Living a Nordic Life, where I share all things Nordic living and show you that a Nordic life is the way to bring intentional calm and healthy habits into your own life, wherever you are in the world. Are you looking for ways to bring simplicity, coziness and calm into your life? Well, let me show you how. Visit the Living a Nordic Life website to explore how I can help you on your journey to simple, healthy and happy calm, the Nordic way. You can subscribe to the podcast right here. And if you want regular inspirational emails sent with love from Norway and straight to your inbox, don't forget to subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters. And so now let's dive into our episode. Hello and welcome to How to Holiday Like a Norwegian. And at the time of recording this, it's the middle of August. And for us here in Norway, we are looking at something towards the end of the holiday. I'm taking that on the school holidays, really. The kids have been on holiday for seven weeks now. And a lot of people take that as their holiday time. They go back to school around about the 19th, 20th of August, usually. It's a little bit earlier than other places. I think it's probably around about the same in America and some other places but most places in Europe it's a few weeks later that the kids go back to school but for me I still have that mindset of being in England because I'm English of August still being the holiday and the end of the holiday season is September so I'm thinking like that and I thought I'd share some ideas with you on how to holiday like a Norwegian so the last few years or a few years from you know, 20, 2019 to 2021, I suppose, taught us many things, didn't it? With, you know, the dreaded C-19. Some of these things that we learned were not so wonderful. But there were also some really inspiring and energising things that we all wanted to keep doing long into the future. And one of those for me and my family was discovering and enjoying the wonderful places that Norway has to offer closer to home. Ordinarily, we would have been taking trips to Denmark and road trips throughout Europe and to the UK. But in 2020, there was a sudden stop to that. And we started searching with enthusiasm for inspiring places in southern Norway. In 2021, when Norwegians were polled about their expectations for holidays that year, only 5% said they thought they would be taking a holiday abroad. It's interesting, isn't it? Very low number. And we all started looking at Norway in a slightly different way, like tourists. Norwegians have a really long culture of holidaying in their own country. Hutta culture, it's called. Cabin culture. And it's as alive now as it's always ever been. And cabin sales are booming. Norwegians really know how to appreciate their own country. And many of the tourist boards in Norway actively marketed to the Norwegian market, knowing that it would be well appreciated and made the most of by Norwegians themselves. And it worked. It still works. Tourist areas were and still are really busy at a time when they needed it so desperately. And all those wonderful attractions were kept alive and thriving throughout that really difficult time. 
but we can all learn a little something from this attitude towards our own areas. There are so many special places that we never really discover, do we? Because we just don't look. We're too busy looking beyond. Where can we take the next holiday? Where can we take the next flight? What's exotic that is not at home? So on that note, I want to share a few suggestions with you on how you can start to holiday in your own area, like a Norwegian. My first one would be think like a tourist, of course. And that may seem oversimplified, but it's a great place to start. Don't be afraid to go to the tourist spots. They may need your business. They may have needed your business then, but they're probably still going to need it now. And they're popular for a reason. They have something wonderful to offer and you could be missing something. But you could also be lucky enough to discover a treasure close to home. Enjoy the flexibility. Flying is great fun, isn't it? But driving and taking public transport has this liberating flexibility to it that makes taking a trip so much less stressful. Without the restrictions and time constraints of check-in and flights and sitting in airport lounges, you can enjoy more time at your chosen place and even bring home some excess baggage. That might only be some clothes or it might be food shopping. That's always fun, isn't it? But it's something that you can't put on a flight. But there's also the cost aspect involved. Unless you can find a budget flight, which are few and far between these days, airline tickets are not the cheapest option. In Sweden, taking the train is considered one of the most wonderful things to do. It's lovely, isn't it? It's proper hygge, taking the train, relaxing, of course. And it allows us to slow down, enjoy the scenery and start our holiday as we should, with calm and relaxation. So let's all be like the Swedes and take the train. Come on, let's do it. While we're doing that, we can revel in lower carbon emissions. That's my next point. And travelling long distances to remote destinations is a really exhilarating experience. But let's be honest, it's not the best for our planet. I'm not going to preach because I'm in no position to do that. I've been one of those flying all over the world for business. And... It was also for leisure, but I've started to look at flying as more of a luxury than a right since I stopped doing that. Staying slightly closer to home may not initially seem the most exciting thing, I have to say, but with a little imagination, we can make it the best holiday ever. And you have a very satisfying feeling of self-righteousness <laughs> if you haven't been adding to your carbon footprint. We can develop a deeper love of our own country. Knowledge of an area helps you to love it more. Of course it does. You might have become a tad bored with your region recently, especially when so many people were forced to stay at home. And you couldn't travel any further than maybe the shops or a walk from home or out in the park. But it's not too late to fall in love with your special area again. Have a really good look around for all the things locally that might excite you and learn about them. Go to your local tourist board. Look for events. Look for Facebook events because, you know, quite a few of those are advertised and not necessarily advertised in the press. So it would be a good place to look for things. 
and look for some of the tourist attractions. Try and see things through slightly different eyes. Expand your knowledge of your country or your area. So unless you're a local tour guide or an historian, there's a pretty good chance that you don't know everything about your local area. There will always be some exciting new discovery to make or uncover. This is a time probably to go to your local library and have a really good hunt around and see what you can find. Uncover something that you want to go and look at, maybe some tiny little museum that you've never heard of that might have some wonderful, exciting treasures in it that you can learn about, or a hike somewhere that you've never been, or visit a town that you've never considered going to and have a wander around, walk down those back streets and look through different places that you might never look at. I hope these few suggestions inspire you to enjoy your local area a bit like a Norwegian. And there are so many things to discover and places to see that I'm sure you have not done it all yet, however long you've lived in your particular place. So get out there and discover it. And then I'd love to hear from you and find out if you've actually found something that you never knew was there before. And I'll see you in the next episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters so you can get an email when I release a new episode. It's a quick and easy way to keep up with all things Nordic living. Please visit livingandnordiclife.com. You can listen to Living a Nordic Life on lots of podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and plenty of others. If you've enjoyed the Living a Nordic Life podcast, why not leave me a rating? So that's the end of Living a Nordic Life for today, and I look forward to seeing you next time.